This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e-commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy-to-use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com slash technews. That's ShipStation.com slash technews. Welcome to Engadget Tomorrow. I'm Imran Sheikh, and this is where you get to hear about tomorrow today. Today we're talking about kids getting a seat at the table when it comes to climate and the recent reality of our record-breaking rising temperatures. Let's start with the kids. If younger generations are more likely to feel the effects of climate change, shouldn't they have a say in related government policies? The Environmental Protection Agency thinks so. It's officially forming its first-ever National Environmental Youth Advisory Council. The agency has invited 16 people aged 18 to 29 to ensure they have an influence on the agency's approach to environmental issues that affect youth communities. Going along with the EPA's increasing focus on environmental justice, at least half of the council's overall membership will come from disadvantaged communities where clean air, land, and water aren't guaranteed. Any youth interested in the panel will have until August 22nd at 11.59 p.m. Eastern to apply, with webinars for would-be applicants on June 30th and August 7th. Agency head Michael Regan argues that it's not practical to address environmental issues without the help of younger people who are often at the forefront of social movements. And the council makes sure that young people play a role in decisions. The plans for the council were unveiled last year in June and came several months after the EPA created an Office of Environmental Justice and External Civil Rights. That new division is meant to include underserved communities in the regulatory process, Vice President Kamala Harris said at the time. So the Youth Council is an extension of last year's strategy. The Biden administration has made the environment a key element of its policy. The wide-ranging Inflation Reduction Act includes $3 billion in environmental justice grants, as well as revised, sometimes stricter, EV tax credits. The Youth Council won't necessarily lead to major changes in policy, but it makes sense when young adults are more likely to deal with the most severe effects of rising global temperatures than the official rule makers. But let's not forget, we're dealing with the realities of rising temperatures right now. In fact, July 3rd was the hottest day in recorded history. According to U.S. National Centers for Environmental Prediction via Reuters, meteorologists documented the hottest day in recorded history on Monday, July 3, 2023. We saw average global temperatures edge past 17 degrees Celsius, 62.62 degrees Fahrenheit. For the first time since satellite monitoring of global temperatures began in 1979, 
Scientists believe Monday was also the hottest day on record since humans began using instruments to measure daily temperatures in the late 19th century. The previous record was set in August 2016 when the world's average temperature climbed to 16.92 degrees Celsius or 62.45 degrees Fahrenheit. This week, the southern U.S. is sweltering under a heat dome that has sent local temperatures past the 110 degrees Fahrenheit mark. Even places that normally aren't known for their warm weather have been unseasonably hot recently, with the Vernadsky Research Base in Antarctica recording a July high of 8.7 degrees Celsius. Scientists attribute the recent heat to a combination of El Nino and ongoing human-driven emissions of greenhouse gases. Studies have shown that climate change is contributing to heat waves that are more frequent, last longer, and are hotter than ever. Climate researcher Leon Simons told BBC News the average global surface air temperature reaching 17 degrees Celsius for the first time since we have reliable records available is a significant symbolic milestone in our warming world. Now that the warmer phase of El Nino is starting, we can expect a lot more daily, monthly, and annual records breaking in the next 1.5 years. Thanks for listening to the show. Make sure to rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Today's show featured journalism by Engadget contributors John Fingus and Igor Bonifacic and was produced by Spoken Layer. I'm Imran Sheikh, and we'll talk more tomorrow. Spoken Layer. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.